0: hi guys and welcome to our latest episode i can't fucking talk of misanthropic alcoholic trash i'm robbie and today i am joined by another one of my fabulous co-workers hello i am michael he's fantastic and today we're going to be talking about A game that is very near and dear to my heart and very nostalgic for my childhood. The seminal Square Enix classic Final Fantasy X. Now, I could go on and on and on and on and on about this game for hours, but we don't have hours and hours and hours, so I'm not going to. We're going to let Michael kick things off. Tell us a bit about the people and the things and the jazz. Um... So as far as Final Fantasy X goes, you basically start off in Xanarkind with the main character being um, Tidus or Titus. Nope, Titus. 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 I don't care. I don't care how Doudesen know, pronounces is, it. It's Titus. It is the ongoing, <laughs> forever debate. Yeah, forever debate of Titus or Titus. Um, and then you're a star bliss Ball player. For the Xanarcan Aves. Blitzball, fun fact, is a cross between water polo and yep. soccer. Yep. Except yep. you can use your hands and you can punch people really fucking hard. So one thing leads to another. <laughs> um, Just moving along. <laughs> one thing leads to another. You're in the middle of a game and suddenly the city is crumbling around you. Um, Oren comes. Um, Who's Oren is a badass. He who is, is um, a friend of your father's. Um, he's been around every once in a while in your childhood or so. He pops up once in a while. Um, so you know who Orin is. Orin says, hey, come with me. Um, Shit's along about the to way, get real. Yeah. Along <laughs> the way, you, uh, you so you're running across this highway, and you're fighting Sin Spawn, and then... <sighs> I remember I, I just recently restarted playing it. And the first sin spawn attack so sin spawn comes from sin, which is what is causing this city wide panic and mm-hmm. devastation. But like so the sin spawn like lodges itself into the highway yeah. and like waves its tentacle Cthulhu like <laughs> thing around and little skin sin scales start falling off and my roommate just looks at me and I go, My penis can do that. Flap around and little Is monsters this come Haley out. Too? Oh fuck yeah, you know it. So okay, citywide mm. panic. Um, so Orin pretty much teaches you how to fight. Yep, gives you a sword, which was a gift from your father. A gift from your old man. Yeah, except yep, now yep. Orin sounds like Batman, and that's oh, not course. how he sounds at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so one thing leads to another. You fight the Sin Spawn. Boom, big explosion. Um, Orin grabs your hand, and he's like... And then you're like this epic moment, and then he lets go, and then you fall into... Into this... the sky. It's like a Vanessa Carlton song. Oh, I thought it was like Sin's Mouth or something. But... I just knew that he went up. Oh. D- yeah, yeah that's right. Up. Instead of down... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so, Vanessa Carlton so moment. So, he just lets you go, and then you, you wake up in this rainy water ruins. Yes. Yeah. And then... So, okay, the main character, Titus, mm-hmm. he's, he can be cool and he can be a little bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, depending on how I'm feeling that particular day, I'm either like, fuck yeah, let's go fuck shit up, Titus, or I'm like, god damn it, you whiny little piece of shit, go kill yourself. But um, we here at Misanthropic Alcoholic Trash do not want anyone to ever kill themselves. If you are seriously suicidal, please seek help immediately. I'm sure we will post something somewhere with help for you individuals who desperately need it. But anyway, um, so he's, like, bitching, griping, and moaning about, eh, I'm cool, I need a fair, eh. And it's, like, the first, like, real exploration part of the game, and you have to, like, go around this deserted, fucking ratchet-ass temple, and you have to find flowers... And some rocks, because what starts a fire better than dried up flowers and rocks? Genuinely, nothing yet, except for a lighter. Yeah, and even in the beginning of the game, you could like barely lift up the sword. He's like, "Whoa, what is this? So <laughs> Star Blitzball player and can't hold a sword." So, yeah. and then we run into what the Albet?
1: Yes, our first, yeah, yes. Our first and the Albet are instance. cool
0: because they speak in gibberish. Genuinely, they speak in gibberish. Uh, fun fact, we're not even recording a video for this episode, so we're just gonna go ahead and close that. Oh. But, uh, yeah, so there's, they speak in gibberish, and then, you know, you have that one character who's, like, over-sexualized and constantly scantily clad, mm. and she pretty much helps you fight off this one monster and then, like, kidnaps you. No, she she gut-punches you. Mm-hmm. And then you kidnaps yep. you. Yep. Um, so... Yeah, she's pretty much like, hey, if you don't want to die, you're going to have to work for us. And he's like, hey, as long as I'm still allowed to whine and poorly fight and you put food in my belly, I think I can do that. And they ride off into the sunset happily ever after. That's actually not how it happens. They find (laughs) they're supposed to go underwater and find these terrible ruins of some ancient machine. And you fight this giant octopus thing. Horned octopus, yeah. But the horn is shaped like a conch. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's it, it was weird. those piranha fish. The pri- oh, Fucking the piranha, fish. piranha fish. Yes. Okay, so what happens after that as I continue uh, to drink? So you continue to do all this work. Uh, you're back on the <sighs> boat after you get what you need. Um. And then you're traveling along, and Sin comes along. Yay. So, yay. Big old exciting Sin, um, which washes you off the boat, and you get knocked unconscious again, and you wake up on an island. If I remember right, he gets hit in the head with a blitz ball, and then he's like, Ooh, where am I? I don't know what's going on. I, I might cry. Bar. Oh, is that when he gets on the island and Waka hits him with it? Yeah. Yeah. Waka, you you meet Waka on this island, and he is by far my least favorite character. His stats are decent if you decide to stick with him long enough. His equipment is Okie Doke. Nothing to write home about, but it's it's Okie Doke. But his voice, his fucking voice, and his hair. If you can imagine the guy from Tekken with hair like a Slim Jim, but there's like this weird. Like only this this one part on the very top of his head is like a mohawk and it kind of falls back. Like I'm very disappointed in the voice actor John D. knew, because he also did the voice for Bender and I idolize Bender. Like mm. if I could go to work and tell people to buy my not shiny not metal it. ass, I would. But no, Sawaka's so is terrible and he's like, oh, ho, 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 ho. he sounds fresh, oh, Yes, he does. No, he's like the stereotypical Jamaican islander. He mm-hmm. says bruda. And yeah, brada, brada, All the time. And, yeah. So you actually meet a good portion of your party before you even really start playing the game. So you've already met Oren. You have your main so... character, whiny bitch. So you've got badass, but... whiny bitch, Jamaican guy. But Orin's nowhere to be seen yet, though. Yet. We don't know where Orin is. Yes, yet. So you've got badass, whiny bitch, Jamaican mm. guy. And then you meet this super cool badass chick with huge fucking tits. Huge tits. Like... God, I'm gay, but I would motorboat the fuck out of her. And her name is Lulu. She's like... Lulu's great. She's she's, my favorite. She's your stereotypical black mage, but she's also every high school goth kid's wet dream. Mm -hmm. She's in this, again, scantily clad outfit. It's not even really scantily. It just does not leave much of the imagination. Her dress, if you can call it that, barely fucking covers her nipples... And the front of the dress, which there is none, but is somehow maintained by this weird, confusing maze of belts. Belts, yeah. And then, yeah, so she's your stereotypical black mage. And then you meet the series' main female protagonist, and her name is Yuna. And she's, like, the porcelain little pretty doll- She's like the porcelain doll that your grandma has in that curio cabinet that you can look at, but so help you God. If you touch it, she's going to smack your hand like a Catholic school nun. You stay away from that summoner. You stay away from the summoner. So... Stay away from my fine china. <laughs> so yes, uh, Yuna is a summoner mm-hmm. with the religion of Yevin. and summoners are tasked with defeating sin. Yes. So, you know... Oh, you also meet the stereotypical furry trash, Oh, which is Kimari. Mm -hmm. He's like this seven-foot-tall, towering blue cat monster with half a horn. Who talks in third person. He does. He talks in third person, which is great. He talks like I do when I'm really, really drunk. Kimari, protect Yuna. Yuna need Kimari. (laughs) Kimari, protect Yuna. And that's how I talk. You forgot to mention that Lulu's weapon is a Moogle. Lulu's weapon, first of all, is not just a Moogle. It can be a Cactar, oh, or that's true. a Kate Sith, or a Mamba, or mm-hmm. a Poo <laughs> Poo. That's what they're called the little blue fucking aliens from Final Fantasy VIII. They're called Poo I poo-poo's. just imagine the emoji turd as, like, her, <laughs> as her, her weapon. As her weapon. She, Lulu poo-poo. fights with dolls that she <laughs> has imbued with dark devil magic to do her bidding. When, in all reality, if you've ever played any Final Fantasy, you know that a black mage has no fucking striking power. So, she pretty much just holds the dolls to cover her boobs. She's not doing a very good job. No, no. And her but victory that's okay. pose... I mean, for you. Oh, where yeah, she, I'm like, sure. bends over. Where, and where she, like, wipes I, off her dress and she's, like... Bending yeah, over. Yeah. I don't know if you ever noticed this, but there was this weird glitch... And I don't remember which boob it was, but when she's bending over, like, one boob twitches. Or, like, pulses. It's so fucking weird, but oddly appealing. (laughs) Like, I don't know, I always feel comfortable when her boob pulses. Like, that's where her heart is. Is in that one boob. (laughs) Which could be safe to say. Okay, so you meet this lovely cast of characters. Mm -hmm. Yuna displays her newfound prowess. As a summoner, by summoning the first Aeon, Valfor, mm-hmm. and you know, he's okay. I mean, she, her faith oh, is a you're she. You're right. I don't know. Uh, Valfor is pretty cool. Um, yeah. Okay. So what next? <laughs> uh, so, um, Titus decides to join up with everyone, um, because Lulu, um, Wakka and Kimari are, um, Yuna's guardians. So, um, Titus decides to join up with them, um, and then they leave for, what, what was that first island? Well, the so first island... The the, the first island, uh-huh. yeah, the one you wake up on after getting this massive concussion is Besaid. The second island that you have to go to is Kilika. Mm-hmm. I feel like I said the Bisaid aurochs when I was talking about Titas. It's the Xanarkinabes, right? Yeah. Okay. But whatever. Whatever, yeah. Fuck it. Yep. So you go to Bisaid, or you go to Kilika, and mm. you're on this boat, and of course there's like stupid, necessary exposition, you know... You get all that loot before you get on the boat. It's like, you, here, you take my money. money yeah. potion. Yeah, these poor-ass third-world islanders. God, that sounded so terrible. <laughs> Pretty much give you their life savings and, like, all of their potions and elixirs and weapons. And I always felt bad. Because I felt like I was stealing from them. And I'm like, you know, you could really enrich your lives if you didn't give me this 500 gill. I mean, if you think of it like how religion is, it's just like giving offering. It's like, here you go. You're going to save us from sin destroying the entire earth. Well, that makes me feel a little better. Yeah. Because I don't go to church, so I'm yeah. not obligated like to give a tithe. Yeah. There you go. So, so okay. You know, like so, that. you're on the boat. And... Whoop de fucking do! Sin attacks again. Oh, hey. Like you seriously cannot shake this bastard. So the people on the boat who are manning the boat are like, "We have family on this island, and that's we where it's headed." We live on the water, and Sin's like always in the water. So you would think they would move <laughs> inland instead of like these houses just in the middle of the ocean. But no, no, no. So they're on the boat, and they stick a harpoon. They seriously oh, harpoon. Yeah. Sin getting ahead of myself. They so they have like this gun on the boat that's just like a giant crossbow but with a harpoon. Mm-hmm. And you know, shit happens, another boss fight. And yeah, so Sin obviously gets to the island before you do, makes shit happen, like devastating shit happen. Like basically houses are destroyed. Yeah, it's like a, a hurricane. Yep. Yeah. Um it was always really sad because the scene right before Sin attacked is like this grandma with her two little kids, and one of them is kicking around a blitz ball, and they see the shadow of the tidal wave. Oh, and they're like, yeah. And and it's then, too poof! late to run, too, so and they're just sitting there. Yeah, and then they're all gone. And the scene ends with a little blitz ball just floating in the water, and I'm like, oh, when I grow up, I want to play a blitz ball. Oh my God. (laughs) That was the greatest (laughs) translation, accuracy, ever. So you can, once you get to the island, getting ahead of ourselves, once you get to the island, you can talk to this kid, and he literally says, I want to be a blitz ball when I grow up, which is an inanimate object. Yep. And, It's like (laughs) a soccer ball. Yeah. They translated it Perfectly. Like, even in the original Japanese version, he said, when I grow up, I want to be a Blitzball. And it was, oh, so great. So anyway, you get to the now destroyed, fucked up island. Like, before the the island, Island it looks like Tijuana before you get there. Mm -hmm. And then after you've been there for a day, that's what the island looks like. Mm -hmm. Like a destroyed Tijuana. Also, Walk is on his way to the uh, blitzball <laughs> tournament. Fucking all over the place. Yeah, that's okay. Um, There's a lot to cover. There is, but we're gonna skip some minor chapters. Um, okay. But um, okay, so you get to this island, and Yuna, who I love very, very much, she was actually the first character I ever cosplayed, and I am not obligated to share those photos, so do not fucking ask. Um, she does this thing where she dances because the souls of the dead, if they don't get sent to quote unquote heaven, the far plane, the far plane, yeah, if they don't get sent to the far plane, then they get pissed off and they get envious and then they turn into monsters. So Yuna does this thing where she dances on the water and that's by far my all time favorite scene in that entire fucking game. And it's like two and a half hours in. Yeah. Okay. Um... But yeah, like, it was fucking haunting, but mesmerizing at the same time. And I'm sitting there watching this. I'm like, holy shit, that's the deepest fuck. And then meanwhile, and then at, like right after that, Titus opens his mouth, and I'm like, Ah! You ruined it! Fuck you! Okay. So, is on a pilgrimage, and she has to go to all the temples in, in, in the, on the continent to get the Aeons. Mm-hmm. so that she can go to the final temple and get what's called the final aeon
1: and the then final
0: summoning a final summoning and uh you know defeat Sin so Kilika has one of these temples so that's why you're there that's mm-hmm. like the only reason like if there were yep. no temple that island would've just been destroyed and you would've been like huh, okay and just kept on going on your pilgrimage but mm-hmm. so you get to the temple you get the aeon gung ho now you're on your way to the next city, Luca, where the Blitzball Tournament... The Luca goers Those fucking arrogant, egotistical, condescending dickholes. Uh-huh. I fucking hate them. Mm-hmm. I want them. I wish they had been on the island when Sin attacked. <laughs> because even with cheats, I could never beat the fuckers. Yeah, I didn't even bother with Blitzball, really, when I played it. I mean... I know you had to do it for Waka's what, ultimate? For his ultimate weapon and his overdrives. Oh, that's right. Which were fucking stupid. (sighs) Yeah, I skipped most of that. So, what happens when you get to Luka? So, you get to Luka, um, tournament's going on, so Blitzball tournament's going on, and then all of a sudden, Yuna gets kidnapped. By who else than the Albed? Because they're heathens. Heathens. But so, by the way, the Albed sound like Skeletor. Meh. We're s- not nice. So Lulu and Kamari and I guess Titus joins up with them, or is it Waka? I don't know. Some of your party members end up going to save. Uh, Yuna, and it's everyone except for Waka, because he's, he's actually playing. Because he's actually in the tournament. The yeah. tournament's going on, and then you end up fighting this basically blitzball machine that just pelts you with blitzballs, and then you destroy that, and I guess Yuna's inside the ship or machine or whatever. So you end up saving her. Um, the match is tied up. I want to say, and then Titus comes and joins, and I they end know. up winning, and... Or, I do fucking Do know. they end up losing or winning? I forget. It, it was a storyline thing, so it didn't matter if you yeah. won or lost. I just constantly remember that I could never win. I was always pissed off about it, so I blocked it out of my memory oh, okay. entirely. Oh, okay. Oh, you also meet up with Orin. Yes. Only after you meet Maester... Micah, who's like the Pope, yep. of Yevon, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then Maester Seymour, yes, who is the main an- well like the the secondary main antagonist, but he's like the antagonist for like a good two thirds of the game, mm-hmm. and monsters. Oh somehow yeah, somehow get into the stadium. Simmer. Yeah, some monsters come in, and this is the first time that you actually see one of the new summons, which is Anima. Um, which just completely destroys everything just OP by looking at as them. Fuck. My favorite summoning. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, no question about it. Nope, fan freaking tastic. And I think that was like one. I think that was the only original Aeon. Because you know how Final Fantasy is, they're like, Dirt. Ah, Bahamut, Shiva. We have to put them in every fucking every, game. Yeah, yeah. But I think Anima and Valfor. No, Yojimbo. But. So you you don't have to get all the Aeons. You just have to get the five main storyline Aeons. And then there are three. We're going to call the Mega Sisters as one because without all three of them, you can't fucking do shit. Mm -hmm. So there are three that you don't even have to fucking get. But if you do, you get a trophy if you're playing the new version. If Mm -hmm. not, you just get bragging rights because you got all the Aeons. Yeah, well, (laughs) yeah, pretty much. So, you meet up with Oren. He's being a badass because we decided he was a badass. Uh Uh-huh. Unanimously. And then Yuna is like, Sir Oren, you were my father's guardian. By the way, backstory, Lord Braska, Yuna's father, was the one who defeated Sin 10 years ago prior to the game's beginning. Mm -hmm. So everyone is like freaking the fuck out because Yuna's now a summoner. So she's basically a celebrity. Yeah. Because everyone knows her. And then you have that scene—the good old laughing scene. Everyone knows this scene, even even if you have not played, played it. The game. Yep. Uh, Jamie, who was a guest star on my um, Sao episode, I told her about the fact that you and I were doing this episode, and she mm-hmm. goes, "I've never played that fucking game, but I know exactly what scene you're talking about." Yep. So, yep. Titus being Titus, is pretty much just whining the whole fucking time. <laughs> that and is the most <laughs> annoying scene ever, too. <laughs> it is. Because Yuna is trying so hard to cheer him up, because reasons, and she goes, do you want to laugh about it? And he's like, the do hell you are scream? you talking? <laughs> he was like, the hell are you fucking talking about? And Yuna's like, you know, pilgrimages can be really sad, so... I like to yell I like my to. Problems. I like to yell, and I like to laugh for no apparent fucking reason. So Titus just like expels this horrific guttural <laughs> animalistic laugh. Oh. And then there's this is where the shipping kind of started between it, the two main characters because they both just kind of look at each other. Yeah. And then and the scene goes on for way too long. It does. For it way does. too long. It's it's probably like a 2 minute scene that you will never enjoy. <laughs> Except to sit there and make fun of, like I don't know. Do you do you want to do it? (laughs) That's exactly what it fucking is. Until they're so fucking stupid, or they're so fucking tired because they've lost so many brain cells that they genuinely start laughing. They should have. They They just fell over the railing. They they should have, but of course we don't get anything. Um, It was probably in the original Japanese like outtakes where like (laughs) and just fell over the guardrail. So after that, uh, shit happens. Shit always fucking happens. But transition to next area, which which was the Mihen High Road. So we're gonna skip that because genuinely nothing exciting happened. Oh okay yeah with the giant. Plant monster that's got... Okay. The plant monster? I'm talking about the chocobo eater. Yeah. The thing with two tongues. Oh, okay. It has like no, chocobo I'm, feathers stuck in its teeth. Yeah, t- you're and, right. You're right. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. It gets blurry sometimes, the transition to new areas. <laughs> for me, at least. Well, I could say that I was playing it before you got here, but I'd be lying. Mm, yeah. Because I was watching Daria and taking a nap. Um, so, new areas... Later on, you are. It it comes to light that Seymour is like, Lady Yuna, I'm clearly a homosexual with my crazy outlandish blue hair and this string of beads that looks like a horrible bolo tie. And you can see my chest. And you can see my chest, even though you don't want to see my chest. Is that shadowing? Is it chest hair? You'll never know, Lady Yuna. My happy trail. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, fucking God. My blue haired happy trail. Yuna. <laughs> I feel dirty now. <laughs> I need to shower. Yuno, or not Yuna, Seymour wants mm-hmm. to marry Yuna. And the players, you know, us, we're like, ah, uh, some fishies going on. This, This isn't right. This this bastard wants to come from nowhere and marry my girl, my homegirl, I've been Yuna. working on this. I've been working Where on her. Where's the bro code? Where's the bro code, you know? <laughs> so Yuna, or not Yuna, Seymour, the... Yuna is Seymour's beard. That's the best way to put it. They got married, so Seymour didn't have to come out of the closet. Okay. And that's that's how it happened. That's how it will always happen until the end of time. So... Um, you know, they, they're, he wants to marry her for terrible, terrible, terrible reasons. And so there's hope for all of the land, all the basically lands. what he says. He's like, so that there could be peace and they'll have comfort and I don't know. Yeah, because it, it also, okay. So see, there are four major races in the game, you've got your humans. Mm-hmm. You've got your your Ronso, mm-hmm. which are the um, obligatory furry trash. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the big kitty people with horns. Why the fuck do cats have horns? Why? They're Square unicorn eggs. kitties. They're unit <gasps> blue unicorn. They're ancestors kitties. of the little finnick foxes. Of- No it doesn't shut up So you've got your humans You've got your Ronset you've got the Albed The ones who speak in gibberish even though That's not even like technically a race no, But it is Anyway and then you've got the Guado Which are like Lord Seymour The the Guado can be best described As like Elves with really Mm -hmm. long fingers Tree people Almost Tree people (laughs) <gasps> With Seymour's hair he could be a crab people. Crab people, crab people. Seymour's hair <laughs> doesn't work here. Um But uh so those are the four races. Yuna is half human, half El Ben. And Seymour is half human, half guado. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking we're one race wow. short of some really fucked up horn. Yeah, we orgy. need a little bit of run, <laughs> so Yeah. In there. You not need Kimari. <laughs> which is really, really fucked up. Kimari horn broken, but not other horn. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Alright. So. (laughs) On from there. On from there. Um, The party goes to the next temple. We totally skipped over a fucking temple, but I don't Um, fucking care. So they go to Macarena Temple. (laughs) Macarena. Yep. And there, you know, Seymour is unearthed as a dick, Mm -hmm. which we always kind of fucking knew. But now Square Enix is like, okay, here you go. Here's the bad guy. We're just gonna... Hand him to you. And then you fight him and you kill him. But in every Final Fantasy game, there's that one goddamn motherfucker who just won't fucking die. And in this game, it's Seymour. You fight him a total of four times and he just Gosh. gets more and more annoying with yep. every fucking fight. Yep. The last fight was fucking stupid. Especially if you were I think it's under the de- third spirit. fight that I hate. Mm, the, the one, one on the mountain zombie, he casts a zombie or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then if you try and heal yourself, it like kills you. Well, you were just poorly prepared. Well, yeah. But uh yes. Um So even though Se- even though Seymour's dead, he still wants to bone Yuna even though he's clearly a homosexual. Um so he pretty much like kidnaps her. And takes him to the capital of the world, which is Bavel And you and your—Titus t- and the party go rescue her. And I remember this one scene where Yuna, like, falls backwards off of this really fucking high tower. And she's oh, like— Oh, yeah. She's like, don't worry. I can fly. And meanwhile, you're like, bitch, no, fuck no. no! you can't! You're no, gonna don't fucking don't. die! And then she falls backwards, claiming <laughs> to be able to fly. Yep. And then, you just felt really stupid. Because she summons Balfour. Valfour, Valfour like, being no, the only Val-Bafour flying- Aeon. can fly. yeah. you can't fly. Valfour being the only flying Aeon, like, catches her, and you're like, fucking really? Why could I not put fucking two and two together? I'm so disappointed in myself. So after that, they run away from Bavel mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, that's where you get Bahamut, the yep. fucking badass- and, um. We didn't talk about Riku at all, did we? No. Um, Riku, the adorable little gibberish speaking Albed who sucker punches you in the very beginning of the game, she comes back. Yeah, she joins your party. She joins your party. Waka's not too happy about that. No. Waka can go suck a dick, though. Not mine, though. God, no. Oh, God, no. But, um. So they run away to Bavel and they hide in the forest. And. The forest of shiny tree things and mm, pretty. celestial stairways. Like, seriously, there's this road that is in no way, shape, or form tangible. You're seriously walking Oh, on yeah, because you're walking on yeah, you're walking stars. On stars and, like, trees. And, yeah. Yeah. And it's in that scene, or in that moment of the game, you have your fan service where yep. your hours and hours of shipping Become solidified. Payoff, yes. And Eunice crying in the water. And then Titus totally takes advantage of her emotional distraught and is like, (laughs) I see. They fly off into space. (laughs) They do. It genuinely looks like that. But no, so Eunice crying because she's so upset with everything that's happened to her on her journey so far and she doesn't Mm -hmm. know what to do. And Titus is like, you know, I see that you're struggling. And I see that you upset, but girl, I'm going to make the fuck out with you <laughs> right fucking now. It's going to be magical. It's going to be magical. we going to break Shit. gravity. Seriously, find- sideways all across the screen. <laughs> they're just flying around. Seriously, find the scene on YouTube, watch it, and it looks like they're flying through space mm-hmm. even though they're in a lake. Like, I swear to God, if I could find any lake that looks like that lake, I would quit my job, sell my house, and I would move there. Not even buy like a house on the lake. I'd live in the lake. Mm-hmm. I love how it doesn't like explain how most of the time they can breathe underwater. Yeah, it's like Blitzball oh, is Blitzball played ball is underwater. Completely underwater. Just a water sphere, and it's like, oh, by the way, uh, your characters we don't need can to breathe. breathe there. No, nope. we just no apparatus or anything. No, nope. no, no breathing apparatus. Your characters either have gills. gills or like this insane unspoken superpower mm-hmm. to hold their breath for re- for ten minutes during one game is 10 minutes with a halftime. So like yep. halftime comes and your characters are just like oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, where's my inhaler, you know? Um, but it's hard work. It is hard work. So then they get sport. to the calm lands and it's just this giant desolate fuck all thing of nothingness. Mm-hmm. It's there the point of that area is simply to grind. Yeah. And then you move and on you to the map. races. Oh, I fucking hated those races. I fucking hated them. Oh, I about had a fucking aneurysm when I finally beat it. Like, 0.0.0. 0. 0. 0. Yeah, had a fucking aneurysm. You gotta, aneurysm. Get, you gotta yeah. get like 21 balloons and a dodge mm. these birds. Every single the... motherfucking bird. Yeah. While the Chocobo itself handles like a three year old riding a little tyke. <laughs> yeah, it's awful. So you go through the Calm Lands. Mm-hmm. And you go to the mountains of the blue people, and you know Maester Calcaronso, who is only there for um unbiased racialness, you know, even though they never had only like okay maester with everyone like he's the only maester who isn't like a complete douche to like Yuna and everyone yeah like there's so much hypocrisy and backstabbing and murder in the church and maester Kelgronso is just like whoa Macer Ronso have big issue with this. Mace Ronso get the fuck out of here. Deuces. Yeah. Meanwhile, everyone's just like, oh, this is second nature for us? This is how we achieve power. Mm-hmm. By killing our fathers and our friends with our bare hands. But we're actually dead. But we're all actually dead. Mace Aronso, by the way, is the only Macer who's genuinely alive. Yep. yep. All the rest well, of them are just unset. Yes. So, you go to the mountains... And I hated that part, too, because climbing the fucking mountain was hard enough. And then you have these fucking puzzles, and I'm just like, God fucking damn it. It's better than the Cloisters. It technically was a Cloister, except that there were battles in between every oh. fucking puzzle. Oh. So you get through the tunnels and then you get to the legendary city of Zanarkand and tell us the things. And so Zanarkand is basically entirely ruined at this point. And then you get that really cool scene from the title menu where everyone's kind of sitting around this campfire. I I love that scene though. Um, I, I remember the first time I played the game and I got to that scene. I thought something had happened with my PlayStation. I'm like, what the fuck? No, 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 no. So oh, I turned it off well, and turned no. it back on, and I was back at the fucking base of the mountain. <laughs> I was so pissed. So you get this really cool scene where, um, I guess in the, the title screen was basically the intro to the game, and then Titus was telling the story, and now you're basically in the present time. Yep. Um... And so you are in Xanarkin now on your way to receive the final Aeon from Unawasca. Um, but you end up killing her. Probably because she didn't have any fucking clothes on to protect herself. Yeah, well, Lulu's still alive and she's barely... But Lulu wore more than just a fucking bikini halter top. yep. And... Let's see, what else? You so you have. kill Unalesca, Yep. and Waka's freaking the fuck out. Like, yep. the party, your party is trying to figure out, okay, so no final Aeon, how mm. the fuck do we kill Sin? Meanwhile, is running around in the background screaming, We're traitors, y'all! We're <laughs> heritage, <laughs> brudda! Brudda! And your whole party is just ignoring Waka because he's being a fucking idiot. So you decide to go... F- Uh, seek out the wisdom of Maester Micah, again the Pope. And Maester Micah is like, what? You've killed Utalashka. You've killed all hope in Spira. Now we will never be rid of sin. You can never kill sin. You can never kill sin. And then he's like the only character who like accepts his death willingly and then just disappears. Meanwhile, Waka, the best line in the entire fucking game is unfortunately given to Waka, where he goes, That son of a shoe puff. Son of a shoe puff. That son of a shoe puff, yeah. So. On the airship. Which you is fight Sid's him. airship. Sid, because every, every game fucking game kind of has a Sid. Even Kingdom Hearts. Even uh. Kingdom Hearts. But Kingdom Hearts Sid was based off of Final Fantasy VII mm-hmm. Sid. Mm-hmm. So, you're on Sid's airship, and you fight Sin. You get inside Sin. Like, Sin eats you. Nom nom nom. Essentially. So, like a Pinocchio story, except with flying airships and. I want to be a real boy. (laughs) Scaling monster. Oh my god. I headcanon that so fucking hard. You also find out uh, Jet is sin. So Jet Titus is Titus's body. dad, yeah, is sin. You essentially—I don't want to spoil it. Fuck it, we're just gonna spoilers. I'm gonna have to post something about how many spoilers there are in like all of my fucking videos. Anyway, You're or podcast, you gotta talk about some spoilers. All the spoils. Is this is yeah. So. Yeah, your dad is Sin, this giant fucking monster that knows nothing but how to wreck shit. Oren tells you in, like, the first three hours anyway. He does. He's like, you get to Luca, oh, by the way, uh, your daddy? Yeah, he's Sin. He's this fucking monster. And meanwhile, Titus is like, It's, that scene can be equated to Harry Potter, where Hagrid tells him, You're a Uh, wizard, wizard, Harry. I'm a what? My dad is What? Yeah, your dad's this fucking monster, you little shit. <laughs> so, Titus has this knowledge the whole time, fully chooses to not disclose it, and mm. I think that was the one smart decision that he ever made. Because yeah. Yuna knew Jet when she was, like, three, and it would make her want to stop her pilgrimage if yeah, she knew that Jet was Yeah, because she was, was killing, thin. yeah, one of her father's friends. I don't know. My dad doesn't have very good friends. I'd kill them. Not saying that I will... But I would, and also along the way you <laughs> getting back. Besides on <laughs> that, so along the way you end up finding spheres from Braska's old pilgrimage, which shows video of Jet and Oren. So Oren Braska... was this pretentious little stuck-up bitch who questioned like everything. Meanwhile, Jet was just like everyone here at misanthropic alcoholic trash, and he was an alcoholic. He was a piece of alcoholic trash, mm-hmm. which is great. Um. Uh, so okay, so you you fight Sin, you fight Seymour for the last fucking yep. time. He gets sent. Bye bye. Uh, fun piece of trivia: If you summon Anima during the fight with Seymour for the last time, Seymour goes. Even you would oppose me. S- major spoilers. So the Aeons. It's his mom. Yeah, yeah. Seymour's mom is Anima, mm-hmm. and. You know, you find that out in Xanarkand, and it just kinda brings a small tear to my eye, but at the same time yeah, I hate Seymour, so pretty, I don't really fucking care. It's really but sad though. It, it is, because this is like a six year old kid. Yeah, he's like he I wanted power. I don't care about power. I just need my mom. And mom's like, No, nah, no, nah, sweetheart. Nah, I got nah, this. You I need power. Die. I gotta die so you can become powerful. Like, damn, my mom loves me and shit, but I don't think she'd sacrifice herself As for a power. Starting. As a summoning. No. At least she's plus, not asking for money as a summoning. Yo, Jimbo. You greedy whore. You greedy whore. Yo, Jimbo is essentially a swordsman for hire. I'll with, kill everything. Just pay me enough. Yeah. Like, you have to pay him, like, 500 million thousand bajillion, 100 million thousand gil. as I do the Dr. Evil Pinky thing. No sharks um, with laser beams, though. No. No sharks with freaking laser beams attached to their heads. But yeah, no, you have to pay Yojimbo this ridiculously large sum of money just to get a decent attack out of him. <laughs> With this little puppy dog. Uh, Aww. Cute little that was puppy. So dog. cute and adorable and woof woof. I think that's the only dog I ever like. I have I have ever liked in any video game. Even no, in real life, the only dog I have ever liked was Yojimbo's dog Diagoro. And he was fucking adorable. So you kill Seymour, then what? Um Then you fight what, you fight your father? Is that right? Is that the last fight? It's Not the last fight, but it's a pretty important one. Yeah, and then you get what, Ramstein playing during that fight? What? No, the
1: song. okay.
0: No. 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 What am I thinking So you fight that? your dad, you yep. kill your dad, mm-hmm. which is I mean, it's okay. I mean, like, whatever. I'm sure there's a certain burden lifted from your shoulders. And then, God. Yevin, God. Who looks like a tiny little bug. <laughs> you know, so Yuna summons the Aeons, and Yevin possesses them. And now you have to kill all your Aeons, which was really hard on me, personally. Now I'm starting to remember this fight. It's been a long time since I played this game, but it's all coming back to me, yes. Yeah. So you, Yevon possesses all of your Aeons, and you have to mercilessly slaughter these creatures, these powerful summoned beasts that mm. you've worked so hard with. You have to mercilessly slaughter them. And then... He comes into your house, and he's like, here, these are mine. Yep. Have fun. Good luck. Yep. I hope you have holy. You're gonna oh, need it. God. I never used holy. I just used quick hit all the fucking time. But, um, yeah. So, you fight him, you essentially seal him in a rock which is, it's essentially a fucking magical rock. And, um, you know, he blasts off into space like Team Rocket. You know. You, Yevon, blasting off again. Ding. Ding. <laughs> and then that's pretty much the end of the game. You, you bring about this eternal calm because, because of the fact that you killed God. There is never sin anymore. And the whole world is happy. And Yuna gives this... Super heartfelt speech. Oh, yeah, by the way, Titus kind of dies, but doesn't really die. Because he was a dream the whole time, and his sole purpose was to kill sin. Yeah, he was a dream that the aeons... The faith. The the faith faith had constructed. Yeah. Yep. Sorry. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um... So Yuna gives this super heartfelt speech about friends you've lost along the way and what the future will hold, and this, that, and the other thing. And then the game fades to black. And two years later, we get the world's shittiest sequel in the history of gaming. Real Final <sighs> Fantasy fans. It could just been a prequel. Nope. Real Final Fantasy fans won't even consider that as a real installment to the series. Nope. Never played it. I just wanted Braska and Jet and Orin to have their own game. That would have been cool. It really would have. Yeah. But that's pretty much Final Fantasy X in a hour long exaggerated nutshell with some it got minor really details. in the beginning and then just trailed off. Oh, yeah. Well, you know how this shit works. The okay. So I'm going to do my little rant about why Final Fantasy X is the greatest Final Fantasy ever. First of all, it was the first Final Fantasy release on a second-gen console. It was the first Final Fantasy with a full 3D environmental background. It was the first fucking Final Fantasy, even though it was done really poorly with real-time facial expressions. The battle system was meh, but it was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, voiceovers were fucking awesome. Um, character development, in the exception for Titus because he's a whiny little bitch. Character development was amazing. The level up system was like ridiculously immersive, the sphere grid, but also annoying as fuck because you're like, you nowhere to go. Like, I know I need to become more powerful, like, but I don't, don't want to need... do this. Yeah. Um, it's definitely by far my favorite Final Fantasy. It was definitely the one that got me hooked on the series and now i've played like pretty much every single one in exception to spin-offs and 14. Like fuck, i even played third or uh, 11 when it was not relatively brand new, but i still played it. I I played 7, 10 and 13. That's about it. 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 10. I tried to Tolerate 9 and I just couldn't. 11, 12, 13, 13, 2, 13, 3, just base 13. Type 0, uh. and the, the uh, demo for 15. And I've also played yeah, Crystal Chronicles, God, for the Game Boy, for the GameCube, which was awesome. It was really cool for the GameCube. And then uh, Duodecim. Which is essentially Super Smash Bros, but with Final Fantasy, and a bit more effort. Like, you have to really, you have to try a bit harder in that game. And then, uh, Dissidia Duodecim, which is, like, the prequel to Dissidia for the PSP. You know what I can't wait for? Fifteen? No, yes, and that. <laughs> and the point in which, like, time goes on, and they're like, oh, it's time to do Final Fantasy X Remastered. Which, I mean, they already did one, but... I mean, wait a little bit longer, I'll be pretty excited. No, I'm waiting for the day where I live long enough to where we're at, like, Final Fantasy 90. Because Square Enix knows what works, and they're not gonna, they'll put a weird spin on it, but they're not gonna change too much of it. So it's gonna be 90 games of the same thing. Oh god, no, every Pokemon game is the same. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, but it works. Yeah, it's what saved the company. Region, new Pokemon. That's about it. Yeah, combat's the same except for the Mega Evolutions. God, I'm so excited about PokeN tournament. It's like Tekken but with Pokemon. I feel like there needs to be more characters. I'm sure there will, but, yeah. um, but yeah, on a scale of one to ten, I obviously would rate Final Fantasy X a solid nine and a half because aside from the ha ha. That That scene, that lost like a vast majority of that half a point. Um, And then Lulu's boobs upped it. Oh yeah, yeah. Like like it was out of ten. That scene scene brought it down down to to an eight. Yeah, an eight. Lulu's boobs brought it to an eight (laughs) and a half. And then the mini games were actually pretty cool. So that brought it up to a nine and a half. Because even if I really didn't feel like doing anything, I still felt like I was accomplishing something. (laughs) Um I hated the butterfly minigame. For oh, some reason that. that was my worst one. Fuck that. It was like you have Mm-mm. to collect these certain blue butterflies without hitting the red ones. And it was really hard to tell where they were. Because your entire fucking back scene is blue. Yeah. It was fucking bullshit. I fucking hated it. Yep. And, and I turned the fan off man. in the apartment. Now it's hot. Oh yeah, the birdman. The birdman was like, "Go find these butterflies. With a surgically attached harp. Oh on his arm is like butterflies of blue will lead you to treasure true butterflies of red will make you dead and meanwhile you're just you're a kid and you're like what erase your memory card whoa yeah i'm turning the fan back on it's fucking hot in here it's only 68 whatever but uh yeah, I'd rate it a solid nine and a half. How would you rate it? Uh, ten out of ten. Final Fantasy Ten. Ha 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 ha! I see what you did there. Yeah, it wasn't really all that funny. It was more of like a pity chortle. I would say probably like a nine. I'll give it a nine. Okay. Okay. So yeah, that is this episode of Misanthropic Alcoholic Trash as always you can follow us on Tumblr and SoundCloud and eventually whenever Jamie and our friends get to making our YouTube channel Tuesday Gatherings you can always catch us on that as well for more hilarity and comedic depression I wouldn't say depression we're funny but if you don't know us we're not funny so Mm -hmm. hopefully a few episodes have already been posted if not oops and uh